name is Joe McMurray. Welcome to Guitar Books, the podcast. This is my podcast where I discuss guitar method, technique, and repertoire books. There are lots of books out there, and it's hard to know which one is going to be right for you. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Fingerstyle Blues Guitar by Joseph Alexander, uh, published by Fundamental Changes. Before we get into that, I want to tell you about my book, Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. It's available in the, at the link below on my website. Um, in my book, I show you how to arrange a simple melody in hundreds of different ways. I think you'll get a lot out of it if you um, are looking to improve at fingerstyle guitar. Also, if you haven't heard my music, please check out Riding the Wave, my second fingerstyle guitar album. It's available on all the streaming services. So, Fingerstyle Blues Guitar. Fingerstyle Blues Guitar by Joseph Alexander is an excellent method book for learning the fundamentals of fingerstyle blues guitar with an, a delta feel, also like a Texas blues feel, usually with a monotonic bass or an alternating bass. It's a it's got some beginner friendly material, but it's it's really great for intermediate or advanced players looking to get into fingerstyle blues, or it's great for rock blues or jazz players who are used to using a pick and playing in a band maybe who are looking to cross over into fingerstyle blues. The book's divided into two sections. The first section is all about soloing or improvising over a monotonic bass, your open sixth string. So in the blue, a blues in the key of E, your one chord is E and your root of that one chord is E. So you just, you're just thumping away with a quarter note bass line on the low sixth string. There's lots of authentic sounding licks, and he goes over some techniques like bends and slides and hammer-ons and pull-offs and vibrato, and getting a triplet feel, um, things like that. So the first section is all about how to solo and improvise. The second half of the book is all about blues chord progressions, and it gives you accompaniment patterns, and there's a section on turnarounds, a little section on bass lines, and there's a couple full studies. So when I got this book, I was not super into fingerstyle guitar. It was a while ago, and I was mostly playing rock and jazz and electric blues. And when I got it, I went through it, especially the first half, and I got really caught up in just like memorizing these cool licks. But what you really need to do to get the most out of this book is you need to take each example and maybe, you know, especially if you like it, learn that example as it is but then incorporate that example into a full 12 bar blues pattern. You can usually play the licks, um, they're usually like a measure long, and you can usually play them over the one chord in E, but you could also play them over the, the four chord A. So just incorporate these examples into actual blues progressions. Also with the techniques, uh, there's a section on you know, your basic open E minor pentatonic scale, or the second position of that, Take those, learn the licks that are presented, but then just improvise over the 12 bar blues form or eight bar blues or whatever form you want. But don't just memorize the licks. Try to understand the techniques that he is presenting and how to use them to make up your own licks. You'll get a lot more out of this book. A really great practical goal after you go through this book would be to play uh, an actual blues tune with a head, like a melody, a recognizable melody, 
and then improvise over a few forms and then play the melody out, much like you would play a, a jazz standard. If you do sing, singing is a big part of fingerstyle blues, the history of fingerstyle blues. This book doesn't get into that at all, but it'll give you the guitar skills to be able to incorporate into a vocal-based arrangement. The second half of the book gets into full fingerstyle blues progressions. It gives you accompaniment patterns to play, like if somebody else was singing or if somebody was playing the melody. And then it also incorporates some melodies into those patterns. There's a, like I said earlier, there's a section on turnarounds, which are super important and give that authentic fingerstyle blues feel. There's also a short section on bass lines, and then there's two complete studies. So this book is a method book. It's not a repertoire book. It gives you the techniques to be able to play fingerstyle blues, but it doesn't give you very many full tunes. It's just got a couple studies. If you do want full tunes, listen to fingerstyle blues music. There is a list of some fingerstyle blues uh, albums in the back that is useful as a starting point. You can also get some repertoire books like Mel Bay's Complete Country Blues Guitar Book by Stefan Grossman. Um, there's some other sources resources out there, but this is a great method book to learn fingerstyle blues guitar. So before I grab my guitar and play some of the examples for you to hear, the I have six short things here. It's kind of a recap. So the book has authentic fingerstyle blues lines and grooves. It has good difficulty graduation. The examples build off of each other and get gradually more complex within each section. Um, there's a cohesive feel, especially to the first half of the book. There are no actual fingerstyle blues tunes in this book, just the two studies at the end. The online audio access is really helpful. Some of the rhythms are hard to read. The, you know, the, the examples are in treble clef and tablature, but the rhythms of some of those examples are kind of complicated and just getting the feel right. So listening to the examples, the audio examples is really helpful and will help you go through these, these examples more quickly and you'll you'll actually learn them more accurately. Uh, fifth, there are very few fingerings for the right and left hands. There's a little bit in chapter one and chapter seven, but mostly that's going to be up to you. Also, the sixth thing, some of the examples are really hard to play on an acoustic guitar because there are some whole step bends. The You'll hear in the audio examples that he's actually using an electric guitar, but in general, if there's a whole step bend, you can just slide rather than bend up to the pitch. I've done, I've gone through the whole book on my acoustic guitar and it's great, but just be warned that there are some, some big bends in there. So unless you're using really slinky strings or you have a short scale guitar, it might be difficult to do those bends. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and grab my guitar and play through some of the examples for you. Okay, so the first example I'm going to play is on page 26. This is example 2T. With all of the examples in the first half of the book, he presents the one bar lick without the bass line, without the monotonic quarter note bass line. And then he adds in the bass line. So here's the lick without the bass line. Three and four. 
and then with the bass line. So, as I mentioned earlier, in order to get the most out of this book, I think it's really helpful to incorporate each example into a full 12-bar blues form. Sometimes you can't always play the lick over the 5 chord in the turnaround, but so I'm going to play it over the first 8 bars over the 1 and 4 chords. So I'll do that for you now. 3 and 4 and... So when you start doing that, you'll start really remembering the licks a lot better and you'll know how to actually incorporate them when you're improvising on a tune someday. So one other cool lick from page 27, the next page, this has these train whistle bends, sounds really authentic. So here it is without the bass line, three and four and one, and here it is with the bass line. So again, you could incorporate that into a full 12-bar blues form. You could combine it kind of with the, the previous lick. Yeah, let's see if, if I did that. I could maybe do the, the first lick I did on bar one and do this new lick with the train whistle bends on bar two. Let's try it. Three and four and... Yeah, so it works really well. So. You know, as you go through this book, try to incorporate the licks and combine them and make them your own. Okay, so the next example is from chapter three that discusses legato and vibrato. Legato is just hammer-ons and pull-offs. So this example is showing you the how to play the E minor pentatonic scale in your open position over the monotonic bass, and it uses hammer-ons and pull-offs. So here we go. And there's also, the next example shows you in the next position up, so this is third position, three, four. And as I've been saying, it's not that great to just memorize these licks, but if you actually start improvising using these scales, you'll get a lot more out of it. So you could just play around and improvise, have fun with it, and do it over a full 12 bar blues. Uh, I'll try it myself. So I was just using those two pentatonic boxes and grabbing my root notes of each chord. Okay, next we're going to jump to the second half of the book. This is in chapter 7 on page 74, example 7T. 
So this example just gives you a finger picking accompaniment idea and it's got an alternating bass and this could be used underneath vocals or another lead instrument that plays the melody. I'll play it for you now. Not that exciting, but it is, um, you know, it's an adequate accompaniment. So this is in chapter eight. This is example 8K. This is a full eight bar blues. It's pretty fun to play. It's got, uses a monotonic bass and it's got some cool licks on top in the melody. So here we go. Final thing I'll play for you is one of the studies in the back of the book. So this is example 11A. It's not super different from the last one I did, but this is a full 12 bar blues and it features an alternating bass line. So here we go. So that's the last tune I'll go through in the book. I think it's a great book. I think you just need to understand how to get the most out of it. And for me, that's taking each lick, each technique, and incorporating it into actual tunes, into my own improvisation. I, I really enjoyed going through this book a second time here recently. I went through it like a decade ago the first time. Um, so yeah, I think this book is great for anybody who's interested in the style and if you're a beginner player, a beginner fingerstyle player, you could start in this book if you just really loved the style of fingerstyle blues, but you may want to try starting out with a method book like Alfred's Beginning Fingerstyle Guitar or Hal Leonard's Fingerstyle Method or the Chet Atkins Method, something like that. But that being said, there are some... He does take you step by step in this book, and you could totally learn how to play fingerstyle blues just from this book. If you are a blues, rock, or jazz player used to playing electric guitar using a pick, you could cross over into fingerstyle blues using this book. Yeah, I really like it. So before I let you go, I did want to say that if you appreciate what I've done and you like the way that, that I explain things, please check out my book that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, YouTube video, Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. It's available on my website at the link below in the show notes, show description. So in this book, 
I take one simple melody and I show you how to arrange it in hundreds of different ways, all within the umbrella of fingerstyle guitar. I'll show you how to take the simple melody and add a very simple bass line underneath, how to add inner harmony, how to utilize Travis picking, alternating bass patterns, how to add arpeggiation underneath, how to do percussive thumb slaps. Uh, there are things like how to harmonize the melody in thirds and sixths and tenths, how to utilize natural and artificial harmonics. I also get into alternate tunings and alternate time signatures and I really spend a lot of time at the end of the book talking about reharmonization. This is a topic that I really enjoy. I show you how to change the chords underneath the melody. Um, I get really, really in-depth with that. So it's a great book if you are just getting, getting into fingerstyle guitar. It's also great if you are a fingerstyle guitar player who's been playing for a long time and want to maybe either kind of bring all of your knowledge together into one place or if you just want to really focus in on alternate tunings or how to reharmonize or that sort of thing. I think beginner players, intermediate players, advanced players, there's something for everybody in this book. So I hope you'll check it out and support me. Also, if you haven't checked out my music, again, please check out Riding the Wave. It's available on all of the streaming services. I'm currently recording my third fingerstyle guitar album, which hopefully I will release this summer. I'm really excited about that. So yeah, thanks for checking this out. Please subscribe, and I'll see you next time.